With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. We're tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Today we're going to be crying because the World Juniors got canceled. We've had more Red Wings games postponed. And, um, yeah, there's not, just like the last episode, not a lot of great <laughs> news to go over. But uh, hockey will be coming back hopefully uh, this Friday, so we can talk about that. And, Mike, uh, we've got a little bit of a... Uh, discussion point of if there's a silver lining to all these games being postponed uh we also got a friend of the show max boltman to pipe in on twitter so um he won't join the show but uh we at least got him to uh discuss the topic with us on twitter so we'll go over what he said um and uh yeah i think i think along the way we'll take some comments and have some fun oh and we have our new segment um we have our, our question of the week. I don't know if I want to call it question of the week, comment of the week on YouTube, because basically uh, once we get to that segment, I'll, I'll give you guys the cue, but uh, you're going to have to give it your best shot to outdo Static7, who uh, gave us a comment late, late, uh, not last week, I don't know, just late in the episode being released and uh, just kind of threw out a thought and I thought we'd uh, bring it to the show and we'll go from there. Yeah, I kind of feel like I just got to keep rolling until the music stops. <laughs> we don't have a stop button. We just wait till it's over. It's Man, kind of that nice, was though. Yeah. yeah. Red Wings fan, what is up? I just, this is all Red This is the representative of all Red Wings fans. So really, Mike, we have like millions of people watching right now because Red Wings fan is here on YouTube. <laughs> Good day Thanks, to you. buddy, for tuning in. Um, um, Mike, first bit of... Matt, yeah. before we get into business, uh, yeah. did you get any hockey gifts this year? I didn't get a hockey gift, but I will be at Little Caesars Arena. Compliments to Matt. Uh-oh. With some piston ticks. They're giving those away at, uh, was it Costco? You get a ticket, you get food, you get drink, you get parking. You get to check in at halftime because the Pistons roster decimated by COVID. So you want to play three to four for Dwayne Casey. Suit up. Man, what an offer at Costco. Don't want to miss that. Um, and then uh, 
to rig in my um my event. Uh somebody also got me piston clothes, which aren't Red Wing clothes, but the 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 design of it is a um hockey jersey. So I'm gonna pretend it's a new uh Red Wing shirt. Hey, uh any hockey gifts. I've been looking at those uh it's what is it like bleacher? I think it's the name of the website, and they do basketball jerseys for um, hockey teams. So that uh, that's kind of that's kind of on my radar too. Uh, let me, I gotta share something, and then uh, all right, there we go. That's what we want. We want to see the bare arms of some up north hockey fans. All right, what do you got now, <clears throat> Mike? Matt did get yes. a huge Christmas present uh, this year, and uh, the only problem is. It was purchased uh, from an illegitimate source. So Ooh. we're waiting on a refund from American Express. Ooh. And then we will give it another shot at a more reliable source for that uh, said Christmas present. So um, which site should we not use going forward? <laughs> um, I'd have to I'd have to ask <laughs> from where's friend my, of the show, Doctor White, hot, my hot source, um, who has all the deeds. It's like NHL fan shop jersey lover .com or something. But uh, it's when Mike, you Google search uh, specific like jerseys. It's these scam websites that will pop up on like Google uh, under the shopping tab, uh, saying like, "Oh, we have this jersey." Because normally, right, you'd, you'd customize your jersey and just get the guys that you want. Uh, unless it's like Dylan Larkin or Tyler Bertuzzi, who even though I love Dylan, I'm that wasn't the jersey I wanted for Christmas this year. Nope. Uh, so I will say maybe I'll I'll just hold on to the big reveal till it's actually here. Uh, <laughs> you know, baited uh, breath. Yeah. It feels weird to say this was what my Christmas present was supposed to be. Um, but yeah, Mike. Moving on. Performance Art wants to know if the Red Wings been canceled. Feels like it. Cancel uh, culture, performance art. <laughs> Hit our Red Wings here. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you got Louis C.K. Um, who else has been canceled, Mike? Um, that's all I got. Cosby. A lot of comedians. Uh, and then the Red Wings now. Um, and just yeah. like all of them, they're they're going to have a show this Friday. Just like how Louis C.K. still makes a ton of money off comedy. And, hey, right. look at this. Yeah. Yeah, glad, uh, glad they're getting another shot. Yeah, I, don't, um, I don't know why I brought that up. It's, but allegedly, uh, the Red Wings are going to play this Friday. A real hockey game on ice. And it's just, I, I wouldn't hold your breath, though. It's another one. Um, it's, the way Jeff Blashill just kind of revealed uh, to Max Boltman, like, uh, yeah, we're, not, we're probably not going to be playing. And then the NHL was like, well, shit, now we got to come out with a tweet. And then <laughs> you saw the NHL PR tweeting out that the game was officially canceled. Uh, or um, I'm sorry, uh, postponed. The Red Wings aren't canceled; they're postponed. Uh, so, I I'm not going into this Friday expecting hockey. I'm I'm going in with my fingers crossed and you know a lot of hope and wishing and a praying, hoping and wishing. Well, it comes on the it comes on the heels too of um, a little bit of Motown flair. There, what was it? Uh, was it the the CDC bulletin saying that we're going to lower the uh, number of days you have to quarantine from 10 to 6. Yeah, the, the newest CDC recommendation, which uh, the NHL and Elliot Friedman uh, posted today that uh, 
NHL is going to be changing the way that they treat fully vaccinated players and how long they need to quarantine, which is uh, going to follow what the CDC said. It's not cut and dry like five days. There's there's some asterisks that come along with that. And I, Mike, do not have all that information. So I'm not prepared to share exactly what that is. Do you have that information in front of you? No, I believe it's still evolving, but it sounds like you'd still need um, negative tests and you'd have to show no symptoms. So it's not just, a, you know, you come back after six days, um, you're back on the ice, you know, infecting everybody. So it sounds like um, you still need negative tests and no symptoms. Yeah. Uh, where's this? I'm going through Elliot Friedman's Twitter right now and I'm not... Per new CDC guidelines, NHL, NHLPA have agreed to possibility of vaccinated individuals, and this again, agreed to possibility of vaccinated individuals leaving isolation five days after a positive COVID test if they have no symptoms or symptoms are resolving. I hate that quote. What does that mean? What <laughs> like, Resolving? Are we going to get and- the officials like uh, involved on this, and this is going to be up for interpretation? Like, do we need know? a do we need a verb how, conjugation lesson? Or? How hard were you sniffling yesterday, Coach? Let me tell you, I was like a faucet yesterday. Today, just a little sniff, just a little bit. Oh, it's sounds like it's resolving. You're good to go. Dress up. You're good. <laughs> You know, Tyler Bertuzzi walks, or I guess he's not involved in this. Uh, Dylan Larkin walks up, sneezes right in Jeff's face. Jeff's like, nope, that is not resolving itself. Unfortunately, Dylan, you you. If can't you see a me. long, long trail, a long, messy brown trail on the ice, it's a big <laughs> difference between saying I pooped and I'm pooping. That's an active, Matt, that's actively going. So not a big fan of that. Negative tests, and this is uh, Elliot's uh, continued tweets. Negative tests and clearance from club physicians also mandatory to exit isolation after five days. Uh, We were headed down this road after NFL, NBA agreed to it. Oh, of course, the NHL. What are are those other two organizations doing? Let's get on those coattails. But now we will see how different teams are affected. And this is the last tweet. So I'm just reading this. So this might not have anything to do with anything, but let's just jump into Elliot's tweets. Teams, players seem very happy with this. Okay. Yeah. Very happy with this news. And we will see how local authorities react. Of course, most guys in Canada, Northern California, which have tougher restrictions. We will see where things go. All right. So there, there's your new uh, possibility again, that, that being the first keyword. Second, Key phrase, Mike, and all of this was symptoms resolving, which again, I'd love symptoms to meet, resolving. The, meet wow. the person that is making <laughs> that decision. Yeah, but you're still pooping. Yeah. <laughs> but it is resolving itself. It's just diarrhea. Yeah. Um, it's completely separate. All right. Um, poop jokes. Woo. Yeah, I know. We're six years old. I, I just, I don't know how you can do an active conjugation of that verb and be like this this is that that's like a whole other rung that we've like descended down in terms of like approving players get back on the field or ice or floor that's it's a little bananas um i think it definitely leaves a lot of room for uh um interpretation especially when like a beloved you know red wing tradition oh it's uh right around new year's sorry coach these are subsiding (laughs) sniff sniff you know i this is some real bureaucratic crap 
where it just sounds like, you know, if it's like a, it's, if it's Ovi, um, and, you know, he's got a little sniffle, but it's going away, you know, we could get him back into a playoff game. Well, Mike, there's, there's something that as the brothers of discussion and, and the hosts, of course, of, of this very show, Red Wings rant, um, we've had some symptoms of a terrible shot provider, um, <laughs> that has been an issue since we've been selling with them, uh, just insane wait times for anything you've been buying so we decided to switch it up and uh this this is my we're resolving our symptoms mike and uh we have our new shop that's available at uh, bodpodcast.com brothers of discussion.com i uh, just click the shop button mike we have way more stuff i've got these joggers headed over right now to my house we've got these cool mugs now look at this one watch, watch it dance here Ooh, i'm getting that crop hoodie yeah you want a crop hoodie look at that and these all come in a bunch of different colors, but uh, these, these are kids' shirts here. You got the women's maple tea. Um, Mike, I think you and I, at some point, better be wearing the women's flowy tank top uh, during one of the summer episodes, maybe. Gotta let the boys fly. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Uh, stickers. We've got stickers, Mike. You can put them on your laptop and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a, I hope that's a big sticker. That's nine bucks for a sticker. Whoops. I got to change that price. Nobody buy the sticker yet. <laughs> We've got tumblers. We've got leggy. I'm just realizing how high these prices are. Let me adjust those, everyone. But uh, yeah, wait, wait till tomorrow morning. These prices will all be adjusted. We're gonna do it right though. We're gonna do a black. We're gonna do a Black Friday sale where it's the, the it's the right price, but you just cross out the twenty eight ninety nine. But what we're actually gonna charge. Right. When you when you manage a uh, a business uh, just yourself, and now you work full time. This is what happens. You create a new shop and uh, all the all prices right. that you put in earlier today, of course, have been hiked up. This might have been one of those automatic hiking up things where it, it assumes I want to make, you know, $10. They kind of look like profit COVID on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to make um, a profit. I just need people to wear my shirts. Um, so, yeah, don't buy anything tonight, folks. I apologize. We'll, we'll get this updated. We'll share it on the next episode so you guys can see the prices have been updated. But... It's there. Probably tomorrow I'll have it good to go. But uh, yeah, you guys, uh, if you at least want to pick out what you want, put it in your cart and you'll be good to go once I update those prices. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we did have a couple That's of just Red Wing nuggets this week. Yeah. <clears throat> For the juniors. Am I jumping in? Let me, let me get my yeah, slides. Yeah, you want. Going. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I know we did want to talk about the, the Red Wings, but whoo-wee. Man, yeah, if we can I mean, ever get our if we can ever ever get our paws on that Bedard, Connor Bedard. Woohoo! Well, yeah, we'll, um, we'll get into that in a second. And uh the, him almost uh getting, I don't know, what do you call it? The points race in the World Juniors. So he was pretty close. Cole Perfetti's gonna take it, Mike, but uh he's taking it after a couple of games because uh the World Junior Championship, Mike, has been canceled. Uh this was sort of our as the Red Wings games keep getting postponed. Uh this was sort of our, our way to still be consuming hockey now it's all it's all gone bye bye just mm. more um i guess bureaucratic nonsense um they they canceled the women's tournament no problem lakeity split i i i h f um and then they were kind of like well let's let the boys jump in there let's see what they can do we got some money to make here and uh now they realized what a mess it was uh mike it's the reports are coming out today that they were supposed to be in a bubble and uh, they put them in hotels that anybody could stay in. Uh, so yeah, that's not a bubble. That's uh, 
this exposure. And when you have the rules that they have, that the, the games would be canceled like they have been for the USA, and then they just started canceling a scatter uh, shot of games uh, today, then they just kind of, you know, switched their stance on, on this uh, championship being completed. Uh, it was actually late yesterday that they said um, there's the possibility of just not doing the early games, the um, the games to decide the seating, and then they would just jump into the seating uh, somehow. I don't know. Sounds like uh, uh, Team anyways, Canada came up with that one. I mean, we'll just put us in the finals, <laughs> right? Anyone disagree? About, okay. uh, the, the only team uh, with 11 goals in a game uh, wins the championship. That's <laughs> their new rule. All right. Well, any hoozles. Here's our final point totals. Uh, if anybody wants to take a peek, uh, you just slide right in there. Let me let me blow <clears> this up <throat> on my side so uh, anybody listening to the podcast can uh, hear what's going on. Um, Mike, I think these are important because we've got some draft prospects that uh, did quite well. And uh, one of them, of course, is Connor Bedard. Um, he's a 2023 dra- draft prospect, though. So no chance of grabbing him this year because he's not available. Um, but... <laughs> The guy we have talked about a lot, Mike, uh, especially in our, our draft episodes and just over the season, yes. uh, Brad Lambert. Mike, five points in two games, a goal and four assists for Brad. Now, the reason we kept bringing him up was because he was projected to be a top three pick, no problem, before the season started, and he struggled a bit. Uh, I mean, another junior tournament, uh, I was looking at that earlier today. He, he, was, he wasn't he uh, was anywhere near a point per game total, but clearly uh, he was crushing it to start uh, this tournament here. So that that's good news. That's at least for Brad, the way that this tournament ended is fantastic because uh, he didn't have an opportunity to slide backwards. <laughs> this is uh, such a bummer, though. I... I... I mean, like these stats, I know you're trying your best. It's just, it's so tough. Like it's, it's two games and right. Canada's basically an all-star team. So what does it even mean that like Bedard and Owen Power both essentially had hat tricks? You know, I, I don't know what we're really going to glean from that. It's just, uh, you know, they happen to be on the all-star team and the, the puck touched their stick last, you know, multiple right. times. So I, it's not that, you know, they're not going to be, you know, probably very good players, but just such a bummer that this tournament's getting axed. Um, and at least for us, you know, if if you manage to get something on the stat sheet, you suddenly look like a world beater. Like, hey, there's Edvidson, 12th in all the juniors. Like, eh, you know, two games. You know. But, you know, he contributed. He did look, he did look really did. good. The, uh, yeah, was the, that his uh, shorthanded goal short-handed that was going back and forth? Yep. Oh, my God. That was uh, and that, that was me really gushing about it in our last episode. I actually, yeah. that goal was so good, Mike. I deleted the pre-recorded episode I made last week and just went on a <laughs> wild spree on uh, my love for Simon Edmondson because that, I, I just go back and listen to the last episode, guys, if you haven't seen it. It's a short episode. It's only 11 minutes. But uh, in the second half of that episode, I go over uh, the Niederbach goals and then the Edvinson goal, which, again, just to take that chance uh, shorthanded and to absolutely – I mean, he made it look so easy. Uh, he, he looks so, like, smooth. He's sneaky fast. He's that same kind of fast we talked about. Um, he's not going to be – you know, Connor McDavid fast, but he's kind of like that Calvin Johnson fast where he's just so big and his strides move so quickly. It's, it's just, it looks like he's 
on one, he moves from one side of the ice to the other in the blink of an eye because he's just got that length and he knows how to use it. And uh, again, best person in the world to compare that to is Calvin Johnson. That uh, is, uh, Detroit sports fans, we got uh, quite a few years to watch him uh, succeed, and and that's what that's what I saw. It's a guy who moves that well. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, and he's on skates, so uh, that much harder, if uh, if I may. So Ace Fishing putting out there. Oh, you know what, Beftar? What's up, buddy? Uh, sorry, hey, that one. Ace Fishing putting out there. The way Canada just played, it's probably a good thing for the other teams uh, to be canceled. <laughs> That's true. Um, I mean, it was like it was Austria, and they clearly had trouble just keeping up skating wise. I mean, it, it, if I could, and Mike hates this, but I do this once an episode. It looked like they put it on, you know, superstar on NHL. Oh, here we go. Oh, and no. it was their first time playing, and they didn't quite know how to cut on the angles. Instead, they were just chasing everybody down, especially Bedard, who, um, man, Mike, if you saw some of the highlights, he got his four goals. Could have been five, six, seven goals. Like, he really was just skating around Austria, no problem. Um, and then I mean, like, our... went out there. I didn't realize Edmondson was that fast. I can't wait to see him in the NHL. Yeah, again, I, I, I'm not going to peg him as like a Connor McDavid speedster. But again, uh, that shorthanded goal, the way that he chooses and selects when he's going to, you know, skate full power and then that movement that he has. Again, I, I, I want to compare it to Calvin Johnson. It, it's that impressive. Um, but yeah, Ace Fishing, so far a comment of the show. Uh <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, um, that's a guy, too, if we're just going to get some glimmers, uh, just a few, um, you know, just shots of what they, what he can bring. And the way that our cap sheet's opening up next season and we have all these slots open defensively, um, it's, again, not that far-fetched to see him, like, getting at least a couple games at the NHL level, let alone, geez, if he's really going to show that kind of speed and, you know, um, uh, like, precision – uh, you know, he could quickly become a top four defenseman for us, you know, especially if he's going to be under the wing of um, uh, Mo Sider, um, you know, who has also taken young players like, uh, you know, Danny DeKaiser and Mark Stollander's wing to teach them how to play defense. Just think <laughs> what he could teach Simon Edmondson, man. I, uh, I, I will still say, I, I think we, we won't, and I, I will – I'll bring this up. I'll clip it out, and I'll say, "Look at this dumb dumb." Like I'll I'll paint a clown face on my face. I'm I'm still gonna say no Simon Edmondson until next season, but the more we see of him, I think for sure we see him next season. I I, I I've seen the likes of uh, some of our athletic buddies that have been on the show uh, saying maybe in two years, but I I have no doubt in my mind we see him next season. He, he's playing that good. He looks as good. To me, as Cider did at times uh, last season. So uh, playing in the same league looks good in the World Juniors. Yeah, I just I don't want to put that weird expectation on him because it looks like we've hit on you know two straight first round picks. And for this guy, also uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, you know, I just don't want to. I don't want to count my chickens, you know, before they're hatched. But you know, he looks noticeably better than most other players on the ice. So. Geez, I guess. I guess we hit on another one. I'll bring him in, you know. Well, I did have prepared. I I wanted to go over Lambert and uh, Bedard, but I, I don't know how much there really is to say besides they, they had a great couple of games. So I, I'm adjusting, Mike, based on what you said. 
And uh, we do have yeah, other I topics mean, to discuss. Yeah, so. it's not like Bedard was playing, you know, world-class goalies or anything like that. Was, <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's you still know, world juniors. I, I will say it, it's better than him just running amok and, you know, his own. Well, you know what? I guess his own Canadian league might have better goaltenders and defense. His own I feel like he had a harder time at the shoot around, <laughs> like at warm ups, going up yeah. against the Canadian goalie. If I may, uh, Mike, if I may, is he Connor McDavid just bettered? <laughs> oh, I tried that one on Twitter. No likes, and that's what it deserved. <laughs> um, they, uh, <laughs> So I thought, you know, it's a no-risk tweet because if anybody says he's, there's no way he's going to be better than Connor McDavid, I say I wasn't saying that. I was just saying he's Connor Bedard. That's all right. Never mind. I really like yeah. I had like I was on the the tweet button for a long time, going, all right. If I do put this out in the world, I have a way to Man, escape any criticism. <laughs> let me ask you this. I just saw somebody just popped in a stat that uh, World Junior uh, hat tricks at that age. Was it that age? Yeah. At, uh, and it was connecting Gretzky it with, uh, it's just it's just him and Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, yeah it's, there happens to be one guy who's performed as well as as, as well as Bedard, and it's Wayne Gretzky. Matt, does that still do something for you? What, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, and I think Bedard came into this tournament, like it, it was one of those things where we knew he was going to look good, but this is, this is one of those performances, even though I think watching that game, we could say Austria clearly wasn't going to sniff <laughs> a medal, but we didn't know Bedard was, was going to knock it out of the park the way he did. So I, I think it's one of those things where he played so great. We just get to say, all right, like everything we think is, is true about this guy works. Um, I think he'll be the first pick next year, 2023. It's no problem, but it, it is the likes of, of Brad Lambert. I'm a little bit more excited about because he really looked like he, he was in his element and again, we could argue all day about whose competition actually went up as they moved their way over to this tournament. Um, but I, I, I'm happy. I, I think this adds another guy, especially since we keep moving further and further away from the top of this draft. If we do go with with Brad, uh, uh, yeah, with Brad, um, and he goes late, and maybe he keeps dropping, which you know, after this tournament and those two games, that's not exactly what would happen, but. If he does continue to lose draft stock, I think that's a guy I'd be really happy with picking up, especially at his height. He's he's a good sized boy, six uh, six two, I think. So that's that's a good size center. Um, play center and right wing. I think ultimately it's one of those things where once he gets in the NHL, you're probably talking a winger. But um, if he's got some center experience, it's uh, we could chalk that up and see if we can lock in our second line center eventually. Um, He's fishing, thrown out there. Gretzky had two hat tricks in two games in uh, in '77 at 16. So we're, we'll never know. Um, you know what, Ace Fishing? If you can find it, was he also playing against Austria, or was he playing against a real goaltender? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I just I mean, don't know what to make of these stats because we're also talking. I mean, we're talking eleven goalies. goals. Somebody had to score out of we're, eleven. We're talking goalies pre-90s, 2000 hockey. Before so leg pads. That's when yeah. they just kind of stood there. They stood straight up and tried to kick the puck away from the net. So They used to wrap like uh, four uncooked spaghetti strains around their shin pads. 
when the sport was real. Hey, hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. That's right, the NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 in any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Well, we have other topics we wanted to talk about. Uh, we go back to uh, performance arts. First question of the night uh, the Red Wings been canceled um, again, at least for this week, maybe for um, maybe for Friday. We, we do come back. But like I said, I'm not holding my breath. But Mike. No. Yes. With Max Bolton reporting that that uh, Red Wings game against the Isles was postponed, I asked everybody on Twitter, uh, or actually I threw out this comment, and I just wanted everybody's opinion. Uh, is, is this a potential silver lining here, Mike? Uh, the possibility to play more games if they're rescheduled, you know, sometime around the Olympic break. Play more games with a fully healed and energized squad. Mike, does this give us enough time to play more games with Mr. Jakob Verana? I hope so. Um, I don't know if it just means there's a couple week window where they're looking at the Olympics and they're just going to try and, you know, shove all those games in there. Um, But if there's any kind of opportunity that they're just going to like extend the end of the 2021, 2022 season, that's where it could get really interesting for the Red Wings. Um, You know, as Eiserman's kind of doing the math and seeing that, oh, I'm going to have Verona maybe back for more games than we previously anticipated. Um, you know, and if my God, Matt, we're still hovering around that eight, nine spot, you know, and the Red Wings for the first time in God, I don't know, six or seven years, we're actually maybe sort of thinking about buying, being buyers at a trade deadline. If you're going to pick up somebody, I'm looking at you, Hurdle, Hurdle and, uh, Verona coming back. It's, it just kind of opens that up. It opens that up because you get to see Verona actually play this season. Um, so I think that's that's kind of where my head's at, which is pie in the sky because I I don't know if Weiserman's ever, you know, if he's really thinking about uh, buying this season. He's probably still waiting a year or two, another first, you know, top um, first-round pick or two before going that route. But, you know, we kind of broke out of that shell this year looking at uh, when-now moves. Um, okay. I, that's pie in the sky, man. But I, I like where you brought this question up in the first place. It's all about Veron. Yeah, I like there. There's some of that that conversation to say, like, um, or to bring up the point that Lucas Raymond is out now. So maybe we do want to hope that the the Capitals game just gets postponed, so we get Lucas Raymond back um, and get and just get past 
whatever's going on right now, get everybody back. They figure out what they're going to do COVID-wise, like with the rules, because um, things do seem to be evolving quite a bit here very quickly. So as they figure that out, we can keep postponing games and get our team healthier. Um, now, I did, uh, you know, everybody was asking Max after I threw out that tweet. Um, Max is putting out and, uh, the uh, surgery date was September 30th. They said at the earliest, uh, you know, it was four months. So that would mean at the beginning of February. Really, it would mean January 30th, but it would mean, you know, probably early February, which would put us right in that realm, uh, like a week before those games are rescheduled. Uh, so I, there's there's a great possibility Veronica could be back. Uh, Max did hint that they're supposed to be giving us a, a, a more significant update soon uh, while we were tweeting at them. And we'll just, you know, we'll kind of hope for the best when that does come around. But I, I would say... As angry as we can be that we aren't getting our Red Wings hockey, number one, we talked about this, uh, what, a week? Oh, actually, a week ago, exactly. Um, While nobody knows what's going on, I'm going to be okay with them saying we're going to figure it out in the meantime and have these fudgy rules and just keep postponing games. But the other part of this, for Red Wings fans... If you were looking for a playoff spot this year, if you want to see this team do as well as possible standing in the standings, um, which I know there are some folks out there that would just prefer we tank. But if you're not one of those folks that wants us to tank, there's your silver lining. We get closer to Jakob Vrana's return. And all of these games we're missing right now, which would have been played with a shortened bench, uh, could have Jakob Vrana included. Um, Mike, I mean, that, that could absolutely be huge. You get... Probably two power plays that have a little bit more. Instead of one power play that gets you, you know, middle of the pack kind of percentage, bottom third, I should say, pack, uh, maybe maybe you jump up to the middle of the league. And then, uh, of course, you're talking two lines that can score. Um, You have a a top six. That's at least respectable. Adding Jakob Rana in there. I I, I think there's a lot to be said for that. And... um, you know, we're, we're just talking about guys that we want to draft, right? Um, we get further away from that conversation, which does kind of stink because we are nowhere near having a core being complete <laughs> on the offensive side. We maybe have two guys a part of the core from the offensive side. But I there, there's still something where there's room for adjustments. There's room for my own mind to pivot from, you know, how – far away are we from from being a playoff contender uh if if we can just see what this team looks like for an extended period of time with Verana and maybe we see Verana and you know we win for a couple of weeks and then somebody else goes down with an injury and we end the season you know in the in the bottom third of the league but if we could see what this team looks like for a couple of weeks with Verana I'm gonna be very happy with that and the more games we have with that possibility it, it's just uh, a, a plus for me. Yeah, I mean, so much of this hinges on our performance here because <clears throat> we still have to watch Boston catch up to us game-wise, and so this is all potentially going to be a moot, a moot point. Uh, we still have, you know, away games against Canada. Uh, we know how rough the Red Wings' uh, win-loss disparity has been uh, from Little Caesars to anywhere outside of Little Caesars Arena. Um then I mean, like you're one or two injuries away from just boom, that's it. 
because um, we know how top heavy this this team is. So, you know, when we lose Bertuzzi, it's it's devastating. Um, God forbid if something happened to you know Mo Sider and he just had like a tweak. You know, that means you know your best defenseman who handles power play, penalty kill, five on five. Uh, you know, top lines. Woo! I hate. So that I'm just put that into the world. <laughs> so I'm just saying that you know. We we have our pie in the sky dream. If if things are still going well, we're still like a little bit above five hundred. You know, we can see Iserman kind of get the gleam in his eye. Like maybe we could buy this year. Maybe we got Verona coming back. Um, this opens the door, but just a, a lot of things have to go right to get to that point. So I just you know want to be cognizant of that. But Vettar thrown in there too. Um, other yeah. teams will also be healing up. But it would be exciting to see him in the lineup. Absolutely, absolutely, Vettar. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's where. Uh... That's where we got to keep our heads level. Like, um, it's not about it's not about us healing beyond everybody else, but I think healing to that point of adding a guy who's been, you know, should have arguably been on our top line and putting him back in the lineup is is going to be huge. And I, you know, and you know, another part about that too, another element that we're missing is how well Lucas Raymond is playing right now with the weight of the world on his shoulders, Mike. <laughs> think about he's been the one guy on that first line that's been there every night and uh that's not something you want from your rookies i think this would take a ton of pressure off lucas and give him more of an opportunity to to see what's going on the ice learn a little bit more and take that pressure of like i you know who, who knows how hard he's gripping his stick right now to to try and keep up the pace that he's at um where it's as Steve has, has said in the past, you know, scoring does come naturally. We know, you know, if we want to pick up a scorer, if we were picking up a playmaker, Steve has said, you know, in the past that those are those things that you, you like, that's your, that's your talent. And then what you've got to build up is that ability to be a good two way, whatever side of the puck you're, if you know, forward or defenseman. And that's where Steve wants to focus. And a lot of that could probably just come back to the conversation of making sure that the young guys are always learning and you got to ask, you know, when Lucas Raymond is out there and needs to score when he's on the ice because we have another nine guys that are forwards that we can't really count on, um, that that does have to cut into the learning curve a little bit. And I think that's fair to say. Um, well, I think right. uh, this, this is probably a good segue. To, uh, I thought you still had one more question that we were going to look at today. Oh, uh, one one quick thing. Uh, performance art throwing out there. It's good breather for the rookies. That's the only silver lining in this mess. Um, I still, I still like my. Uh, that's a great point. Performance art. I still say, uh, getting us closer to that Jakob Verana and having a few extra games with the potential to have Verana in the lineup feels. I think good that's uh, that'll be an interesting point. Um, I think we'll kind of want to look at you know. Obviously, Lucas and Mo are doing fantastic. I'd be kind of interested to see how this pans out. Um, if they still end up doing, you know, the full 82 games to kind of see how rookies this year compared to other years, you know, getting, I know that they're losing games if they go into COVID protocol, but like on a per game basis, you know, they always hit that rookie wall. Um, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to kind of see with the extra breaks, um, like how productive they are on the return. So I think performance there, that's a really interesting point. Now, uh, Mike, you did bring up, we had another question. We do want to do this. Uh, hopefully, we can try to do it every episode, but this is your time right now. If you guys uh, are, are watching this and uh, you want to get involved and have an entire segment revolved around one of your questions, uh, we want to we want to pull out from the comments and we'll, we'll put it into the next episode. Uh, 
just, I don't know, comment, question of the week, whatever we want to call it. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll have a cute little video next week. Um, Static7, uh, longtime fan of the show, says he hasn't uh, commented in a while. But, Mike, he did have one question for us. And, uh, you know, if you guys want to answer in the chat as well, throw this out there. Um, a, little, a little bit of issue here with um, exactly what was typed out. So I'm not going to read this verbatim. But, uh, Mike, what, what Static7 wanted to know is uh, with, I would say, the importance of landing a center probably being like like that's where your team makes a huge difference in the standings if you're going to look at one player the analytics point to having a for sure 1c 2c option mike with that being i i would say an accepted idea within the analytics community so we'll, we'll move forward from that so centers at a premium right would you move with Edmondson playing so well in the World Juniors, Cider having a great start, and Lucas Raymond having a great start, is there a trade that exists on planet Earth that isn't too crazy where you would move one of those three guys to land a 1C, or if you're so dead set on Dylan Larkin, another uh, center, probably a 2C. Is there a trade that exists in this world that you're moving one of those three guys to land a center? I mean, that would have to be like a monumental, like Austin Matthews trade, just something absolutely bananas that there's no way that Toronto would say, you know, yeah, let's do that. Um, I think the whole point of trades where the Red Wings are at is um, we have a lot of potential and you'd be trying to get, um, you know, somebody established. So I would say that as far as Cider and Raymond go, if, if you have eyeballs, um, it goes beyond, you know, the analytics. You can tell that these are guys that have it. Like you, 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 this isn't, you know, they're potentially going to be great. I, I, they're this good, this young already. Absolutely not. You would not trade them. And I still feel like Edmondson has so much potential and we're kind of seeing it, you know, play out in front of us here in like the, like the world juniors, you know, with, yeah. um, some of those games you were talking about, um, I would absolutely not trade any of those guys except for a player that the, you know, other team would absolutely say no to. So a straight up, you know, Edmondson and, you know, uh, salary cap filler for Austin Matthews. Yeah. You know, in a video game world, you know, I'd look into that trade, but you know, cause it is more important to have a top center than a, you know, number two defenseman, but you know, that's not a trade that, you know, Toronto's going to, you know, uh, entertain. And I think Iserman would get laughed off the phone if he sent that. Um, <laughs> however, I do think that this question kind of ties into things that we've talked about quite a few times on this show. Yeah. Uh, with the value of first round picks. I would say if I was going to pivot away from what static seven is suggesting based on what we've seen on these three guys, I think I would start to entertain more offers for like, is, 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 as close as next year's first round pick for a center. And I know that there's, you know, a couple guys up top that we, we would be really interested in, but we're right about on that cusp of our, our first rounders kind of lottery wise, um, you know, kind of dropping into the eight, nine tens, you know, a little bit deeper. Um, you know, if we, if we are still part of the lottery. So 
this really seems like a year to really take a hard look and think about maybe this is the year we trade those for um, established win now players. And uh, performance are thrown in there. Not a chance in hell. Um, now you can, if you guys are watching on YouTube, my, I I did respond, so I gave away my answer already. So I'm glad. <laughs> That's where I had to start with Mike. Uh, <laughs> what I said to Static Seven, I wouldn't trade them for anything right now. Um, but as the conversation went on, so that's kind of where I decided I would add this to the show. And again, I, I, I hope that you guys will throw in some questions once the show's over and we'll try and pick one out. Uh, that'll be our question of the week uh, next week. I, I at least like the fact that the conversation went into the realm of uh, kind of where you just took it, Mike, where we do need to start making some pivots. We can't just keep playing the same game uh, and because eventually these first round picks one of them's not going to work out. And, Mike, we're 20-some games into the careers of Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider. So they're not guaranteed to be super-duper stars either. I hate to say it. How many times did Ken Cal tell us that exact notion where he said even when they start and they play good to start next season, that doesn't mean a thing. You need larger sample sizes. So – I think at least that's where this this question gets credence. There's there's a lot to be said for it, and I think a, a hot start for a particular prospect um, could play into a trade situation where if it was the right trade, I think I'd say yes. But as it stands right now, will I consider trading Cider, Raymond, or Edmondson for anybody else? No, because they check off really important boxes right now. And if it was about, um, you know, if, if we look down the road, Bergeron becomes a really good winger for us. Uh, but then we're looking at Raymond and Verana also playing on the right side. And we have an opportunity to pick up a, a center. Maybe not a 1C, but we can pick up a pretty good 2C for Bergeron. And even though Bergeron's played center in the past, um, I, I think ultimately he's going to end up being a winger. So if that trade came up, that's where I go, okay, yeah. I, I'm really excited to see Bergeron, but I just wanted to give at least one example of a guy where I think I'm in the realm if I'm, I'm okay moving them, but I've seen too much from Lucas Raymond Sider and, and even Edmondson who hasn't played an NHL game yet for me to say time to move them. It's just, it, we have uh, the luxury right now of time, I think, cause we're not in that. We don't have to win now. So you can sit there and say, maybe I'd listen to a phone call for one of these trades, but I don't need to go searching to move them. You know, like you just get to sit back and hope that uh, something really juicy does fall in your lap. And I think those are, you know, those are things that Steve Eisman's already said yes to a bunch since we've seen him start with the Red Wings. But uh, maybe that's the thing to land on here. There, there's no sense of urgency in grabbing those guys because we don't need it right right now. Um, I think, Mike, when you were talking earlier about even being buyers at the trade deadline, we're, I, I, we'd have to be in a really good spot in something that – it's not going to touch our first round picks or at least uh, set us back for a while uh, would have to fall in our laps. Like Steve would have to lock up a situation where we know we're getting a guy for another four years, something like that, three or four years. So no uh, rentals, you know, nothing like that. If you're going to trade for a guy whose contract is expiring, you've already talked to him and, and a deal is going to be made the second he gets traded over here. So that's that's where my head's at. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm rambling now, but I think I've already landed on my point. There's no sense of urgency uh, to move any of our young prospects 
like there's zero um, to, to find a center. Cause I think we still have quite a bit of time. We have the luxury of time and we can wait for something else to come along um, with what the current plan is. But um, certainly, certainly the, the time of us changing the strategy of just let's pick up first round picks, wait for these guys to develop after a couple of years and bring them over. That's not, that's not going to fly for like another six years, you know, like eventually that's got to change. So it's a good time to recognize that. Um, Mike, uh, I think I have, uh, what do we have here? Let me remove this slide. What do I got left? All oh, right. New Year's resolutions. Um, I thought this was kind of cute. Why don't, why don't I share this? Uh, I want to share my screen here. Uh, this was uh, posted to the Detroit Red Wings Twitter. Hopefully uh, they don't come after us for this. It's the label <laughs> of the less brownies. More cookies. Uh, so I am actually going to play the audio. So cross your fingers, folks. <laughs> Tell me if you don't hear anything, Mike. I'm on it. Oh, it's really quiet. Oh, that's probably why. All right. We got Luke Witkowski putting in his New Year's less resolution. Nadelkovich. Eat less brownies. Probably just keeping in touch with family and friends a little bit more. Better at hockey from <laughs> uh, the games uh, as much as we can. Oh, New Year's resolutions. Um, this is Gagne. Read more. Yeah, read more. That's that's a winner. Here's uh, Valeno. He's thinking. Eat less candy. Pretty lame, but okay. How much candy is he eating that he thought of it? <laughs> Stay safe. And Ronick. Ronick didn't uh, quite answer the question. He said, "Happy New Year and see you later." I yep, he might not have understood, and that's okay. Uh, so Witkowski going with more goals. Nadelkovich. A goal. Oh, right. He needs a goal. He wants a goal. <laughs> uh Nadelkovich with the uh, less brownies, more cookies. Uh but Gagne, absolutely the winner. Um with uh, more more reading. Um I, I I did tweet out like every I feel like every month I love Gagne a little bit more. Like if it's if it's about <laughs> what a great value contract he's got with what he does for the team and brings to the, like how the, the ice time he, <laughs> we need him to do. And he actually does like an okay job. Um, but then we get these little ditties from Gagne. So I, I, I'm becoming a huge fan. Uh, sorry for the podcast listeners. I did not think about what a horrible segment that would be. Uh, it, it works pretty well on YouTube, but not, not so great when you've got Rasmussen like 20 yards away from the camera guy and he goes better hockey. <laughs> all right um so mike yeah you know where i'm going with this new year's resolutions anything for yourself if you want to revolve it around hockey that's totally fine uh, anybody wants to throw in a new year's resolution into the chat oh gosh uh, i mean there it's, it's the same stuff every year right gotta maybe exercise a little bit more uh, maybe goals. read a little bit more and then as always try to score a few more goals you know <laughs> I think honestly, I, I do. I do want to. I'm gonna. I feel like every other year I go. Oh, and I have one more, Matt. Yeah. Because uh, I'm gonna try and see your your kids more, so that they go. Oh yeah, Uncle Mike. I remember him. Yeah, they do that now. They. All right. 
hopefully the parents aren't listening but you know, they went crazy when you came over that was that was fantastic you're already like yeah. the favorite uncle they're they're scared of uh michelle's brothers so you you've already got it in the bag you're the, you're the fun uncle oh good um yeah performance art Woof. luke should uh, worry about playing a game first Woo! he ain't wrong uh, but yeah, he's fishing thrown out there. Uh, he did get sent uh, back down to the Griffins. Uh, so yeah, th there's the reality of the situation. Still pretty I still like the, the nice little, you know, rib on himself for uh, for Witter there. <laughs> now, Mike, yeah, like the, the easy thing for me, probably eat a little bit better. I mean, my diet uh, for the last couple of weeks has been like, like a steady diet of eggnog and Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. So, um, <laughs> I gotta cut back on those, but um, yeah, I think I think I just I'm I'm gonna say this is the easy one, and I hope everybody else does this too. But I, I need to take a little bit more time for Matt because the kids are out there. Um, you know, we do the podcasting now, Matt. Uh, I'm I don't know why I'm talking about myself in the third person, um, but you know, I got my full time job now. There's got to be. A little more time for NHL 22. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, I got to jump in there. The we got to we yeah. got to roll on Twitch because now our new shop that I mentioned earlier, Mike, uh, is actually integrated with uh, with Twitch. You, you guys who are out watching us on Twitch right now, you can just jump right into the shop on the side of the, the sidebar here. Uh, so that's pretty neat. I, I like that. Nobody's I watching on Twitch, but uh, once we get our Twitch <laughs> viewers, then they can just buy our stuff as they become fans in real time. All right, um, guys, thanks for not participating and letting me know what your New Year's resolutions are. Appreciate it. So it's time uh, to end the show, I think. <laughs> uh, the uh, oh. resolution is to, to send some more comments. Yeah. I, I would hope that uh, for anybody who hasn't yet, um, you, could, you could steal this New Year's resolution. Um, you're going to um, subscribe to your favorite youtube channels you're gonna like uh all their all, all your favorite videos and um when they ask you to go to apple podcasts and even if you don't listen to apple podcasts just give us the old review just subscribe rate and review create an account you know just it does us the most good to get found by new people um we we get like an extra hundred listeners every time we get a review so do you guys have the time well, that's your new year's resolution you don't have to wait till New Year's either. You could do it right now. Uh, but head over and do us that favor. And uh, seriously, I'll, I would be over the moon. Um, oh, we got two comments. Oh, my God. Fethtar's eating less candy. I like it. <laughs> Get out of here, Fethtar. <laughs> little Joe Blaine um, over there. Performance Art says that is my New Year's resolution. I'm assuming he means eat less candy with Fethtar since those comments came right in order. Uh, so everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys in the new year. Um, and we will have our, uh, winner of the $25 gift card announced for our next uh, Red Wings profile episode. So you guys want to tune in, don't want to miss that. And, uh, we'll make the announcement and, um, also you'll find out who the profile episode is going to be. So then over the next month, I will, uh, create that and you guys will get, uh, you'll get a fun little ditty. All right. Mike, yes, ready to sail off into the sunset, and hopefully we get uh, some Red Wings hockey on Friday. And uh, yeah, happy New yes, Year, sir. everybody! Enjoy it. Stay safe. Drink at your homes. Don't yeah. drink and drive. Be safe.
watch uh New Year's Rockin' Eve at home. Cause I that's what I'll be doing. So I don't the want book anybody of Boba Fett is on. I might just watch the oh, book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I yeah. still gotta watch Hawkeye. God. Oh, Mike, we, we should yeah. do this. This should be our New Year's resolution. We should save some time for some pop culture talk, I think. I think that would be fun. All right. We can talk uh don't look up on Netflix. McGruber on Peacock. Yeah. A plus. Yeah, but don't look up. I, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not poo pooing that. I'm also saying McGruber A plus. If you guys have Peacock, go watch it. It's, it's so good. A new TV show. Maybe. Maybe it's we'll so, see. It's so I got. I got some other things. I'm going to definitely make time for. And McGruber, I, we'll see. It's ludicrous humor. It's it's <laughs> it's good. We'll see. Somebody gets their head shot off by a rocket launcher. It's spoiler alert. You don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know. Could happen yeah, now every I... episode. All right, let's cut this off before All you right, ruin the work of the group, man. All right. <laughs>